welcome to another episode of uh, Northern Ruckus. I'm here with my boy. Oh, Jimmy Prime, man. I'm here, bro. And we also got a special guest, Big Ezzy in the house. What's going on, What's going on guys? The Don. Hey. <laughs> uh, first guest on the podcast, Ezzy. First real nigga on in here, yo. Oh, oh my Thoroughbred. First dark yeah, nigga. <laughs> so, uh, we got a would you rather question from the audience this week. My friend Paul, he sent, sent this one in. He said, would you rather a society with absolutely no concept of race or a society where his, historically blacks and whites, black and whites re- roles were reversed. Oh, as we, you're the guest today, man. Reverse it. Take the first. Take the first. Uno card reverse card. You're gonna reverse it. Reverse so, it, yo. So then we would be right now profiting off of like all these yes. historically racist systems yes. that Jimmy claims. But let them claim for a little bit. <laughs> let, let them let them feel it for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't it be for a little bit? It'd be like what three hundred years? Like four hundred years? Man, years? two thousand. <laughs> Since Jesus time. Bro, I'm talking man. historically Why as in like, our, like Western world shit, not like. All right. So what do you think? From since colonial times, at least from since they touched over here in North America. Yeah, yeah. so you would you would want the roles to reverse or Oh it's... no, not me, no, but I'm just saying that'd be funny though. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would look like a cheap music video. But then would you claim yourself <laughs> white or black? What do you but mean? That, oh, I'd still just be right in the middle. It's, no, it's not, you're not right in the middle. It's nice playing both sides of the fence, man. You're Come not on, right in the man. middle now, so it's like would you claim your white side at that point? Oh, for sure, because yeah. Your white side I'd, I'd be, be like, like I, I identify as white, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that was just a funny question that this guy sent in. I was like, yo, that's jokes. I what, wonder what these guys What would you say. pick? What would you pick? What would I pick? I'll what was pick the first? S- what was the other option, anyways? That <laughs> the that their race wouldn't where exist. Race wouldn't exist. That's that's like so there would be no. I don't know. I'll choose that. That's bro. Whack, like, bro. That's, just, that's not interesting. Like what the fuck? <laughs> that's what do you mean? How's that not interesting? It's not interesting. So you like racism? Uh, to a certain extent, yeah. It makes life <laughs> interesting for sure. Having to Puts overcome little... adversity. <laughs> <laughs> oh Dude, man, he's a little toxic still. Yeah. <laughs> so the first headline of the day actually goes towards this because I don't know if you heard, but in San Francisco, they're planning, they're making a plan right now. It's in con- in Congress for them that every black citizen gets five million dollars for reparations. Every single black citizen Every, in San Francisco. There's a bunch of criteria. Yet, yet there's eight criteria. If you hit two of the eight, then you get five million dollars from the city. Whoa. And one of them is you have to be, uh, you have to be black. Identify as black for that at least the last five years. Identify, not even happy. Whoa. So identify for that at least the last five years. And um, there's ones where like you have to be older than eighteen. Uh, uh, have to be subjugated to hate. If you had a, a a family member or friend that was arrested in the drug in the drug war, little things like that, where you have to be qualified for two of eight, where almost every black citizen of San Francisco would. Oh, and you have to be a resident of San Francisco for ten years. I feel like the the being black one would have to be like a mandatory one because it's like yeah. the other, no, but <laughs> imagine yeah, it's two so of the sad. random ones. Like, wait a minute, I'm yeah. white, but I had a cousin. No, but you have to, yeah, but you have to identify war. as black for at least five years. So it's like if you claim that shit, like if you put on your census, you're white. Well, what, okay. This is another thing where it comes back to what what is black culture like? What does it mean to identify as black? Like, well, what is like that? Well, what we were talking about Rachel Dolezal. And I, how that's she, the first person who comes to your head, yeah. honestly. But beyond you that, like, if, other if I'm a white famous? guy who like wears fitteds every day and like baggy <laughs> jeans and shit, like, do I qualify? Like, I've been I've been dressing like this since high school. But is bro. that like, is what? that black or is that just? That's why I'm asking you. What is you? What do you, what do you mean? Been bro, identifying as black? I'm saying if you have historic, like, like for example, like if um. What's that girl that's Meghan Markle? If Meghan Markle claims she was black, because nobody else knows she's black, right? If you look at her, you wouldn't think she's black. But she right now identifies as black, right? I wouldn't think she's white. I wouldn't think she's white either, but would you think she's black? I think she's mixed. 
I, yeah. bro, she, she doesn't. She, she looks like a Mexican. She yeah. looks more white than she looks black. No, black she doesn't. Because her hair, you could tell. Yeah, but like that's what I'm trying to say. So it's like people like that. Where if you are mixed breed and you were claiming like I was not black this whole time, then you don't get this. Well, whoever's choosing, I feel like. Yo, like, what is it? Just gonna be like two white guys with a bunch of pro, like, profiles, like, oh, not this like, is not a nigga, like, oh, this is, like, you know, what I, mean? I don't like, think they'll ever get past, but like, they're bringing it up, and it's just the funniest concept. Sometimes, like, where are they getting five million dollars from for each one, right? And it's also they all get a house of their choice in San Francisco. Bro, do you know what the, the original reparations were supposed to be when um, the Emancipation Proclamation was created or whatever? Yeah, 40 acres and a mule. Yeah, you know, like, that's a lot. that was a lot of wealth back then. That is, that but it, is. No, not really, because not even all of America was claimed at that point. I know, that's like, what I'm saying. They're just going to give people a lot of unclaimed land, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, like, back then, wealth-wise, land was pretty much how they measured wealth, and 40 no, acres yeah, of land was like, a lot. Yeah, the, do- the dollar wasn't established. Like, well, yeah. there was established, dollar, but it wasn't, like... didn't matter as much as land. They were like, kind of pretty much saying, mattered, like, take yeah. your own place, like, you guys build your own community, essentially, is what they were trying to yeah. say with that. But then, especially if all the 40 acres were all next to each other, type yeah, like shit. if they got yeah. like a big ass like area of like, if they got, like they Wyoming. Much, yeah, they pretty much have to give them a state, yeah, mm-hmm. give them Wyoming, like, yeah. But uh, also, yo, I never knew this, but I actually found it out this week. You know, the three fifths of the man wasn't actually a racist term or when it originally got implemented. Was that little people or something? No, when they would say black people are three fifths of a man. Like, you know that saying, Sounds right? Sounds kind of racist. So in, in law, what it <laughs> Enlighten was, me. it was uh, for voting, slave owners would make their their slaves vote as citizens and claim each vote. But then the, in law, they made it so a black vote is only worth three-fifths because their slave owner is going to just inflate the vote count. I mean, it all just sounds like so some racist shit, So then that translated yeah. down I don't to sit people here and dissect the racism. Less than, but then it's not actually the case. I don't want to dissect the racism. <laughs> Let's move on to the next topic. Uh, <laughs> this part of the cake is racist. All right, well, this, one, this one's actually a funny one, too. In Berlin, women uh, swim topless in public pools to move towards equality. Yeah, man, do it. Free the nipple. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about that lately, man. It's like, Forget. to be honest, it's like when bitches had their titties out, it's like, I'm like... What when let's say you're like a fat guy or something, right? And like some dude with a six pack, like a sick one, pulls up and has his shirt off. I'm sure you're like you're just as uncomfortable, like you know what I mean, like as like the fat girls when when sexy girls take off their top. So it's like, man, we we should all just be able to enjoy, like you know, like having like if if you got it, flaunt it type shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you know, like we shouldn't be letting people who aren't in shape hold back the people who are in shape who want to show off some shit. All like, right. You know? Well, then what about this then? Like, let's say the baddest shorty pulls up to the to the uh, pool, topless, just looking sexy as fuck. Mm-hmm. If I get a hard end, is that sexual harass- harassment? No, but I mean. Like I said, if you got it, flaunt it. Like, bro, you don't think she would feel uncomfortable if a bunch of men are okay, picking oh, you start, like, if, if you start going around, if, yeah, no, you should, no, yeah. no, no, if, no. If no, you go around, your like, lane, like, yo, getting getting a hard on is not not like a crime. It's a natural thing. It's a natural thing. But if you thing, go yeah. with your hard on and put it in her face, then that's not <laughs> or really no, just, I'm not just, saying, just like show it off to anybody. Really, like hop in the pool or like lay face down or something. Like, control yourself. If you get sexually aroused by a woman with her top off, is that now sexual harassment? Bro, do you not get aroused by women's with their top? <laughs> like, is, that, is that where you draw the line? Like, wait a minute, Word, top like, just came off. Yoga levels, pants like, of course, there's levels, but like, sexy is sexy. I don't but I'm know saying, if you saw some big old titties just bouncing, you'd be like, God damn! And then you're staring, <laughs> and then the girl's like, What are you staring at? And it's Honestly, like, Yo, your titties clearly, bro. Really, like, we're grown, bro. You see that shit a lot, anyways. Like, like, uh, I was at a hotel and like we we're by the pool and like this like. She looked like a porn star or some shit. She was tanning with her titties out. Like, she was definitely trying to make a scene type shit, but it was all adults there, and, like, no one really gave a fuck. Okay, well, so what if they're now where you have kids around? And then I think there was out. some kids who came around, and that's when, like, people started to get a little uncomfortable, and, like, she was kind of, like, she had her titties out for a bit, but then she kind of put them away type shit. 
Kind of put the titties away. Touch, like touch like one. I just feel like nipples type I shit. feel like there's like it, it goes more towards like they're gonna the, the repercussions of a guy's reaction to something hard, like that. So <laughs> 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 the repercussions of a guy reacting to like a attractive girl with their with their top off at the pool is like worse than anything that quote unquote equality get brings to the sense that like women have to wear a top at a pool. But when we talk about equality, like is equality not a part of like men should not be acting so fucking stupid over some titties? Like that's a part of the equality. Like no, the same way that women but, could see men and just act regular, men should be able to see some titties and be like, yeah, like yeah, I've those seen those titties, before. Yeah. yeah like like no. yo, think think about like in like, you know, the, some some tribes in Africa where their titties are out. Yeah, yeah. Those guys aren't just horny all the time because the titties are always <laughs> yeah, out. They're always out. You know what I mean? Like, that's all they know. That's it. But like, like, oh, so you're trying to, but then like that it's, just it's, desexualizes it's, women. Exactly. But that's good, though. Desexualizes like, that their good? titties. It's to a certain extent. It's either one or the other. It's either like, 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 okay, bro, I feel like that, I see what you're saying, right? Where it's just like, should women just be protected completely? But it's just like, isn't that a little unhealthy? Where it's like, if, if like in a certain place where people aren't used to seeing women if a woman would be out like all the men like you said would be acting like they can't control themselves it's like i don't think that's healthy i but think it's, it's more healthy than yeah, he said exactly. that's more organic yeah. for us to be so used to seeing that shit where it's like yeah that shouldn't get you out of your frame but it's though. not even a matter of uncontrolled like not controlling yourself i'm just saying like there's clearly a human reaction when you see an attractive woman that's I, not a that's not based off society that's based off okay i hear what you're saying but what about in what context are you seeing her like is it your woman is it a random woman but i understand i'm saying you're you're trying to tell everyone to suppress their like natural no, not like, to suppress it no well if a guy gets horny off of well, seeing yo, an attractive it, girl like not even horny or... like 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 they have a reaction type shit no is it natural or is it society because women like women are are sexualized and they're companies use that to sell stuff no i think you know what i mean I, like i think there's like a middle ground right so they like, women are over sexualized when you look at like social media and shit but women are also sexual beings just like men are sexual beings in the sense that like men are attracted to women because of those assets like big ass big big tits shit like that and that's like historically that was based off of like fertility and shit mm-hmm. so it's like the, if a girl has wide wide whips they are wide hips sorry they were better at giving birth but that's what so I'm then saying. people men would be more attracted to stuff like that because then you have a better but that doesn't have as much to do children. with the nipples like we're talking about nipples yeah, yeah, being yeah. out you but can see all that same shit thing, though it's like yeah I, it is but i'm it's saying with a bikini you can still, you can still like, see the shape of her breasts big tits like there's science scientific studies that have proven this shit i see what you're saying i'm just saying like maybe us being a little desensitized to sex isn't the most unhealthy thing in the world is all i'm saying because it's like like he said from that organic mm-hmm. point of view it's just like yeah bro like on some tribal shit like that shit was just natural like and it's just like yeah sometimes even when it comes to sex and all that shit it's like you don't want to be too overprotective of your kids because it's like it's a natural part of life right mm-hmm. you don't want to hide them from it forever it's like yeah that shit exists and it's you actually to show regular. them when it's a, inappropriate but, exactly. but if you're going when, to a pool, when some if you bring your 10 year old kid to the through. pool and like there's just like he had a son and like he's seeing he's looking at like a 22 year old like perfect body girl with her tits just hanging like good for what, him. Are you, what are you gonna explain to him like like you know what i mean like that's what natural is there to like, explain no yeah, saying, I, like, I would just watch to see his reaction yeah would be hilarious <laughs> <laughs> he would not break eye contact with them titties yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just be staring them down in a trance 100 staring contest 100. with the titties? i've seen him in a trance already so many times but if, if there's some titties out yeah he'd be gone Done? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So this next headline: uh, Wellesley Women's College to allow transgenders and non-binary people. So it's an all-women's college. Oh wow! And then now they're allowing trans men and trans women, and also non-binary people. 
I feel like a lot of that pressure just comes from like <laughs> that, this is like where pressure. Hillary Clinton went. Like it's yeah. a big, it's a prominent it's school. It's that political pressure, that makes right? No sense. No sense. Like yeah. is that not like? Well, like it, it's the same as like they're allowing uh, Manim to go to the women, or sorry, trans to go to women jail. <laughs> I said that. And then <laughs> 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 biological, but any of that. But they're allowing them to go to uh, like, jail. Choose what jail they want, and yeah. then they're knocking up the girls in the jail. Yeah, bro, no, like nuts. women jails are giving out condoms. No, it's <laughs> like crazy. it's an actual thing. No, Women jails give out condoms. But even, How does that no, make but sense? Remember when, when we had that conversation before and you were saying like um maybe like they uh they give people so much power to like upset the other side and kind of make them go at it kind of thing. Like, you know, and this yeah. is one of those things where it's like where they let men compete in like the female Olympics to prove a point mm-hmm. type shit. Yeah. It's like is this to prove a point type shit? Like are they well, trying to get people mad? Like the headline, yeah, the headline is definitely to make good people mad, but it's like it's only gonna affect women. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. if you have a women's college, ideally it's to protect women and their thoughts. Just like how HBCUs have all black colleges, you want to protect the black thoughts type shit. But a lot of white guys do, a lot of white people go to HBCUs. Well, HBCUs aren't for only black people. Mm-hmm. Women's colleges it's just are just catered only... to black people. No, it's just historically college... black. That's yeah, what yeah. HBCUs oh, okay, yeah, Historically enough, black yeah, college, yeah, right? Yeah. So when you have a university where it's a woman's only college, but then now you're opening the door from women's only to anything but mm-hmm. men. Like, cause that's essentially what it is. Anything but men. Yeah, sounds like. Then, it. like, what is that? What is that college then? You can't call it a women's college anymore. Yeah, fuck, I don't know. You have to, you have to put a asterisk. <laughs> women's college yeah. is the asterisk. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, know, but no, I get what you're saying. Like how, like they, like these headlines are really just here to get people upset. But it's like, I feel like the, like I'm not upset by it. I think it's stupid. Like I, that's my, like, my end of my point. I think that makes no sense. But then there are people that do get upset, and I feel like the people that are getting upset are other women, right? Because they're the ones that are getting. Their space is attacked, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. It's, it's, we're going to it's, it's, we're still see some crazy stuff come out. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just going to keep, well, like, I, the headlines are going to keep being like, okay, like, all right, now, like, trans women are allowed to, um, like, get tampons. Well, that is somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm saying, I'm saying like they're they're gonna they're gonna be like, oh, like the trans only tampon section. You know what I mean? Have you ever Just heard, of, like, a, have you ever heard yeah. of this uh, TikToker named Dylan Mulvaney? No, I don't have TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I don't have TikTok either. But it's like this guy who did it, who has a series essentially where he started saying, "This is day one of womanhood. Now I'm a woman." And then he does day one, day two. Like this last week was like day three sixty five. So he had his one year birthday. Made a big event over it, but he. Did this thing where he would go to tampon, like go to the, uh, go to like the shopper drug mart or whatever, mm. buy tampons and say, "I always have tampons in my in my purse." And people got mad at him, like, "Why the fuck would you ever do that?" But it's like he's clearly doing it for people to get mad. Yo, that's a scary picture right there, yo. Holy. Yeah, that was his his one year birthday. <laughs> Not that one. Go go to the the. Yeah, to your right. That's no, to your left. Or left. left. Oh, the one that's from the down angle. Yo, yeah. that like, just looks creepy. Holy. Yeah. Yeah. So like the, he's like bro, this guy's massive, like massive on TikTok. He had a sit down interview with Joe Biden talking about trans politics and shit. Oh my god! Like he's mass, massive, massive, and he's been a woman for three hundred and sixty five days, one year, and it's like it's, like, it's the craziest story because it's like he's not even. Bro, I just even... saw I just saw something that said that he he knew he was trans when he was four years old. Wow. He just be, literally like, I promise you like his TikTok tracks every single day of him being trans like this yeah, last I see, week. I see that now. Yeah, three sixty five. So it was to, this week was his one year birthday. Right. But the crazy thing about that too is like, um, he doesn't even act like so. When you when I see like trans, and this is my opinion. When I see trans acting like him, I feel like they're not actually 
being transgender. I feel like they're putting on like woman face in a mm-hmm. sense, right? Mm-hmm. It's where like he goes on hikes in high heels and dresses and shit. Like you know what I mean? No woman is going on hike with high heels and dresses. You feel yeah. like it's performative. It's yeah. Per- it's yeah, it's way more performative than it's actually being a woman, right? So like if you're actually a man that thinks that they're a woman and you want to transition and you like you just live your life, I understand that. But it's like if you want to play this role of like what is a stereotypical woman and then take that role and like 10x it and like over exaggerate everything then i was at what point is that not offensive like you yeah, know what i mean yeah. i i think that way about any, everything bro yeah. like even we're talking about people who say like i'm depressed or i have anxiety it's like why do you have to embody that to the fullest mm-hmm. extent it's not like you felt like that for a moment like like people feel like that time and, and then and you know you go through down spells, but it's just like why do you now take it on as like your whole character and like you yeah. said, being performative with it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it sucks when people are like that. But I feel like social media leads to people to like latching onto these identities. Like yeah. they'll be a regular person, then they'll, they'll make one post hinting at they're, they're depressed, and then it's like, wait a minute, that got more likes than any of my other posts. Yeah. Now they have incentive to be depressed. Oh, hundred percent. You know, so that, they kind of run with it. And that's thing. exactly how like, that's all, what this situation was. Which I'm is saying like general, all polarization right? is based off of just that, right? Like you're reacting to your 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 like network is what's gonna boost you to move more in that direction, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was crazy. Like the woman's college shit. Um, this one is a funny ass story. Mishi, pull it up. The video, yo. So this woman went on a date with this guy. I just wanted. I want you to watch this video for a second. It's a minute. Guys, I just get back from a hinge date. Why am I doing this to myself? So we scheduled to go to dinner. We are sitting at the restaurant. Seems very nice. Not a catfish. Things are going well, and the waitress comes over, she wants to take her order, and I said, okay, I'm going to take the Branzino, and he said, I'm going to take the burger, and the waitress asked him, okay, how do you like your burger? He said, how he likes his burger, and do you want some cheese on your burger? And he asked, is this going to be extra? And she says, yes, it's $3 extra, and he said... Okay, then never mind. Sitting over there, and I'm like, what the actual fuck? I'm like, okay, I'm hungry. I'm gonna eat my Branzino and see what happens. And he's like, oh my god, you have to pay extra for everything these days. And I'm like, yeah, it's New York City. So I got my Branzino, he got his burger, we were eating. And once I was satisfied, I got up and I was like, I'm going to the restroom for a second. And I took my purse and I went to the waitress. And I was like, hey, I just want to pay the bill. And I just paid the bill and walked out of the restaurant and I texted him. So I texted him, the check is taken care of. We should have gotten the cheese. And I blocked him. That, honestly, that bitch was so boring. <laughs> that was the most boringest story Bro. of all time. Probably not even real. She's just like... Real. No, it definitely was. Like, how detailed that was. That definitely was real. Yo, you guys don't think it's crazy? So what, lies can't be detailed? No, of course it can. But it's like, I feel like Social also... Social pass, right? No, not nowadays, like, in social media. Like, especially with social media, you want to tell all your stories that happened mm-hmm. in your life to, like, the camera, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like the second that happened, she thought, oh, I'm so yeah, cool. Yeah, Let yeah. me go do this. This is going to be, like, the new gym thing where they're, like, trying to catch men staring at them. Yeah, but it's like, yo, $3 is what you're going to say this guy's not worth my time for? Yeah, that's no. wild. So he's a fruit man no bro like, <laughs> like no, aside from frugal like bro if i'm on the fence about the cheese yeah three dollars will help me decide quick and like bro who cares like bro three dollars is a, like a full two burgers from mcdonald's what do you mean adding just for cheese wow, at this yeah, place like three dollars for cheese is a lot that's crazy and it's like 
I don't know. This clip, like, so that clip went like uber viral because people were saying like, "This is what girls' society like." Because people, did you also? There's also a story where like this girl from New York went a whole year without buying groceries once because she would just take guys on, on guys would take her out on dates. So she would like, schedule seven dates a week, go out for yeah, dinner yeah, seven yeah. times a week. Especially when you're, when you're on, like she said, that it was a hinge date. Yeah, like, that's what. It's this not is. even like some dude came up to you was like, "Oh, like I want like." Uh, you look so pretty. I want to go out. It's like it's a dating site. People are out yeah. there, serial daters and shit. Like yeah. no, but I'm I'm saying like, bro, like think about how like frugal like the the dating market is. It's like that's gonna be like a quote unquote turn off for a girl. Yo, shout out to my guy for getting a free dinner. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Big up, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, fuck it. City boys, you feel up, stupid baby. as hell just sitting at that table. No, no I probably, probably would have got a free food. I, I would have cool. ordered the cheese after. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> she covered you the know. bill. Matter of fact, I will take the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd yeah, that'd be hilarious. Um, there was a bill, in, like, sorry, there was a bill to make the work week a four day. Or sorry, wow, I fucked that up. Bill to make work week four days now got reintroduced. Yeah, I think that's healthy, man. Like, oh, yo, man, working to live or whatever, or what do they call it, living to work, whatever the hell mm-hmm. they would on call it, whatever terminology, man. Overworking yourself and shit, it just sucks. Especially when you look at someone who's like been working their whole life. Like for fifty years straight type mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, man, like they put so much time into that company type mm-hmm. shit, right? Can never really be worth it. It's not like you have like, s- like stock in that company, right? Like mm-hmm. unless it's, unless you're blessed with some type of situation. But even then, it's just like you don't want to work your whole life away, right? But yeah, like, um, like even like I'm a plumber, or whatever, right? And there's certain sectors in like construction where they work, um, four nine. So yeah, you, you work nine hours. Four days, four days a week. My and, thing, like, every, everyone loves that more because you're getting a full, like, a three-day weekend every every single week. So it's perfect. I feel like uh, people that, like, this this bill, like, that's introduced doesn't really, like, accommodate, like, economics in a sense. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. economically, it makes sense that, like, okay, let's go four days, ten hours instead of five days, eight hours just because mm-hmm. it's going to be the same X amount of hours worked in a week. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's like the whole world's not going to shut down for that extra day. So it's like... Somebody has to work, to work, right? Yeah. So it's like it doesn't really take in that, like, something like that's not, like, established. Because, like, if, let's say we do a three-day weekend. Like, let's say Friday, Saturday, Sunday is always a weekend. Mm-hmm. It's like there's going to have to still be people that work weekend shifts and shit. Yeah, but, bro, but you can split up the four, the four days. days yeah. yeah, like, some some people could start from Monday and work to Thursday, and some yeah. people will start from Tuesday and work to Friday, first mm-hmm. of all, genius. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, it's like, bro, COVID really, I think, opened a lot of people's eyes to it, like, Look at how much people were able to do their job from home. It really made you realize, like, man, they're just making us come in every day because they feel obligated to because it's like a work week and you have employees. But look at all these. uh, It's all just like a rat race. Look at all these big TikTok or not TikTok. These all big tech companies that are like firing thousands of people, but their company's still running perfectly smooth. So that kind of is the same thing that you were saying with like. COVID exposes. Like they expose that they're paying these people to do nothing. So they're firing them. And then now like you're going to say a shorter week, but it's like. These people still need to get produ- productivity. These I hear what you're saying, but no, I, I literally, that's what I was saying, because it's like, bro, even when you're, when you're at work, like, like workplace culture and shit is a lot of, like, killing time. Like, they'd be on, like, going to the water cooler and shit, and, like, just <laughs> killing time at their desk type shit, like, playing games, and then the, the boss walks by, and they go back, pretend they're working type mm-hmm. shit. It's like, if you actually just worked hard for four days, as opposed to fucking around for five days, you could you could accomplish the exact same thing. That's what you were saying mm-hmm. with the plumbing mm-hmm. thing, right? But mm-hmm. then, like, again, like, what I was saying, economically, it doesn't really make sense, because, like, let's say for a job like plumbing, you would work your four-day week but then you're gonna work those three off days because you have so much more time 
So economically, you're going to be at a way bigger advantage than, let's say, someone that's just working a four day week because their job just allows that. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it would set off. But then a it, big, would, it would just it would be, be like overtime. That, no, that, but it would be overtime. Day would be overtime. Exactly. Yeah. So you'd still be working a five day week, getting paid more than you are getting a five day week. But it's now. optional, though. Optional. Yeah. You're giving us the options. Like, it's, I, I feel like it's it's better for, you know, you think it would be spending. better for a society if we had a four day week? Yeah. I think it'd be better for Hell me. Yeah. I don't know about society. <laughs> for me. I would never work overtime. No cap. I'm that guy. But no, I, I just think, I don't know. I don't think it would be a good well, thing. Think about even just like people's mental health. People would be so much more chill. Mm-hmm. Would they though? Yeah. You think sure. one extra day is going to make people yo, more relaxed? Like, yo, on the construction site, when whenever there's a, a three-day weekend coming, Everyone's amped that Thursday. No work oh, gets yeah, done. But that, but, but <laughs> no work gets done. You know what I mean? That's what I'm like, trying to say. Like that's just because it's not the norm. But like if it was the norm, it would just be every every Thursday would be the new Friday. And I'm telling you, bro. People would be more efficient now. too because you would know you only have four days to get your work done. For but that would week. they be more efficient? I'm telling you, yeah. Bro, Anyone with a brain, yeah. I think our society has just got less and less efficient. Did you know that they built the Empire State Building in like 16 months or some shit like that? Bro, but in general, if you look right now, in New York, construction is way faster you look than that in up. Toronto. How fast right? did they build the Empire yeah, State sure. Building? But yeah, but, but it's sure. not. But it's bro, like, even no. Currently, right now, you go to New York, go see how long it takes them to fix something compared like to how three it does. Years. It. No, I'm telling you, brother. In New York, they do construction super fast, super fast. Like one of the fastest places bro, in the world. One year, places like days. Empire like, State Building. How many how many condos downtown in Toronto have you seen that's taking more than two ter- years? Ago? That is a Toronto thing, bro. Do you think, do you think and places like Hong Kong that they're fucking around? You know how much traffic that would cause? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't happen in a lot of crowded places. That's just Toronto. I feel like I feel like you know like Japan, China, like their system. Systems way better than what we have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, not efficient. Not a, that's the word. So you're gonna we're say we're not efficient, but then taking a day out will make us more efficient. That that's kind of contradictory. You, like Canadian culture, especially with what I was talking about, that mm-hmm. whole water break and like guys who work with their hands and shit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they be fucking around, bro. Like, but I'm telling you, you go to a crowded place like New York where there's 12 guys lined up to take your job. Mm-hmm. Guys are working. I way promise you, harder. there's no skyscraper built in New York in under two years. Like I'll, I'll put a million dollars on. Maybe that. not two years, but, well, but I'm, I'm even telling you, look, go look at uh, <laughs> Donald Trump's rap sheet. The whole reason why he was able to become so big in real estate is that he was known for getting buildings done like yeah, really and they, fast. people called him an asshole because he would fight against unions and shit. He wouldn't even hire yeah, but bro, this, that's what like, I'm talking about. The union, workers. You, okay, unions are good for us in a certain sense, but as a, as like if you were someone trying to get something done, you'd be annoying at the union. You'd be like, yo, it's yeah, making it so these guys don't work hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to say. So it's essentially, like unionization or like the like the ability to slack off is what makes us less productive. But then you're saying let us slack off even more with only a four day week and that will make us more productive. I'm saying that's contradictory. Maybe it is, but I, I just I, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I just like to think that people will just be uh, especially here with the way things are, it's already so comfy, right? I think that if you had that four days, people would be more efficient. And I think that they should also put more things in place too, like here specifically, to make people be more productive. Like yo, the other day I was stuck in some traffic on Lakeshore because their whole lane was shut down because of construction. And I was so so annoyed because this is bad, bad traffic. Like, I'm going to be stuck in my car now for four hours type shit. Mm-hmm. And then I look over at all the construction workers, and none of them are working. No one's working, yeah, ever. No, one. no one's Always, working. Yeah. And like, it's like they bad. block it like up to a, like a kilometer where they have like just one machine on the road where yeah. you can just put it off right there. And yeah. Really and it's like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, but I'm telling you, bro. You go to New York or like Hong Kong. That, bro, that that's everywhere. Not Maybe happen. not. No, I, bro, that's everywhere in America. I'll give you an example. I was in New York City, bro, in Manhattan, 
and I seen a piece of sidewalk getting fixed, and bro, the way the the pace that these like twelve guys were working on the sidewalk, mm -hmm. and like they were all like sweating, working hard. I've never seen construction done like that in mm -hmm. Toronto, but out there it's probably competitive, bro. Think about how much people move to New York who want to just make it and just won't have enough money to live and mm -hmm. shit. You don't get that in Toronto. Well, I feel like I don't know. Maybe Ezra can speak on it, but like, don't you think that anyone that works hard is essentially not unionized? Anyone that's lazy is unionized? No, like, like I worked in the union for years, yo. We hustled, bro. You think? We hustled, man. But it's like especially if you have like, a... especially if you're doing piecework, like that's your money, you know. But you get paid off a contract, not time, right? Mm, so as long no, as you no, get no, the, no, no, the assignment done. No, like, like you get like so piece workers work on. Okay, like I'm getting paid based on what I do. Yeah. So you're it, you're incentive incentivized to hustle, mm. to get as much done, and you're getting get a big paycheck. Uh -huh. So it's like why why not hustle and oh, make like the, the money? Oh, like the faster you get it done, like yeah, the, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So then would that and the more work that you get? Would that be like uh, a part of the reason why people would cut corners and shit to like just get their shit done? No, because like no, if, if you mess up, if you uh, if I mess up a. Uh, like a sink or something, and I flood the house. Oh yeah, you you're think I'm, you yeah. think I'm gonna like, no, get, you're not gonna get, get that, another job. That back? Obviously. No. Well, you wouldn't. Wouldn't you be protected by your union to an extent? Like no, because like the, the union because covers up mistakes. It, no, no, no. The company will be like, I don't want you anymore, and then the oh. union will get you another like company, yeah, go to another job, company. Yeah, move but like, way. if your name, if they shit on your name, then that's it. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. True. No, I get that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I, I, my my main point was like, productivity isn't gonna be affected by an extra day of work because we've seen over and over again that humans have got less productive in this new this new era. Like we are lazier now than we were 20 years ago. Yeah, but like okay, like I we're agree comfy, with that. We're more yeah, we're no, more comfortable. So I feel like, yeah, like justifiably so. Like, bro, back in the day, they had to work hard. Mm -hmm. There wasn't as much technology mm -hmm. to make I'm not shit even easy. Back in the I think day, the, te the technology like that we have years. that can make shit easier, easier, should be making our lives easier. Mm -hmm. and shit but it like should, that. especially the average person who's yeah. not, bro. Not every single person wants to be a billion dollar CEO. A lot of people just want to make enough money to to keep a roof over their heads. Mm -hmm. You should be able to do that in four days of the week. But like 13 months for the Empire State Building is crazy. It's like, bro, they were. That's the Go. Empire State Building. It's still standing today. It's I, one of the I most historic landmarks. I bet you they made that right after the Depression or right during the Depression, mm -hmm. and those dudes just wanted a sandwich. It was before that. It was like 1800s, right? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they were all Empire State. Like Regardless, bro, there's people fresh off the boat making that 1930s. Thing, man. Oh, so that was right after the Depression. Mm -hmm. I thought it was 18. People like, were just hungrier back then. It just, it, Of course, it speaks to how hungry people were at the time. We're in a better place, so it's not as we don't have the same type of urgency that people did back then. That's mm -hmm. fine. That means that we're in a better place. 100 stories, though. That's crazy. That's mad fast, no? That's yeah, crazy. That's yeah, crazy. I remember crazy. I saw that stat. I was like, it's all steel, too. Right? Yeah. But it's something like, uh, I think it was like 160 people died on the yeah, way yeah. of it or some shit. But like do that. you see them just like, no, like, harnesses? Yeah. No where they're like, just... eating lunch on, yeah, the, on a bar? On the, yo, yo, that's... Like, those pictures are crazy. Or even like the care. Qatar shit now, where like they built that's all those stadiums within a year. Bro, so many shit. people died on that one. Like, like, how many people died? It's 3,400 workers died. 3,400? Holy More people shit. died building this shit in Qatar, though. Five oh, five. No, but yeah, in the Qatar one, a lot of people died. But Between like, 400 and 500 you, migrants. You know the Jake Paul fight, that stadium that they built, wow. that they fought in, mm. got taken down the next day? Really? Like, Why? they literally built the stadium for that event in the parking lot, and they took it down the next day. Logan Paul was talking about it on one of his podcasts. I'm like, that's crazy. Like, Probably. those people just have money to blow. And the infrastructure probably wasn't more than just, like, a bunch of bleachers and shit. Yeah, but yeah. it's like... It's, it's still an establishment, like you know what I mean. It's yeah. like, but like even in Qatar, they had this one building. I think it was like uh, all the whole stadium was built out of like cargo, like cr cr crates and shit, and they took that stadium down too. Let's say like Dubai became like the new like future like hub of the world. Like, type it's going, it already is. One hundred percent. You guys like make your way out there, type shit. No.
money. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> if you had the money, you could do whatever you no, want. No, I don't think I would. Like, it's just because it's such a different culture, right? I like it's their like, culture, though. I mm-hmm. think their culture is kind of fly. Mm-hmm. I'll, wear, I'll wear the whole getup. No, like, <laughs> I think Muslim culture, culture is sick too. But it's Sheik like Jimmy, <laughs> you like think about how poor you are, like how poor in comparison we are to like the American like elites. Now think about those elites, and those people are way richer than our these elites, right? Yeah, fair enough. So fair it's like enough. the like you're not getting nothing out there. But even just like, what if like it becomes a thing where working over there in certain industries becomes like that's the best place to work in that industry, like tech industries or well, certain things like that. I'm right? pretty sure, like, well, for construction and shit, people are coming across the world to go work there. Like they no, ship no, they, people they, in from they, the UK and they bring Germany. Poor, they bring poor people in to, to work their their uh, construction over there. No, that, but like anybody can get a job, kind of thing. So it's like you get like they bring from poor oh, yeah, countries, but, but look, they're getting them like fair wages look, and shit. Nah, even look at that right there. That's what they're talking about. All the migrant workers who died and stuff, and they're living in like slave conditions. They bring a lot of them in from India and stuff. I've, I've looked mm. into it. It's very terrible. Mm. You wouldn't um, want to go work construction there. So like, if that's the construction life, then what's the, like the regular job life? I'm saying in certain industries, like if you're in the tech industry, you don't have to worry about that type of thing. You're I don't not, even like, think they're know, like, like. I'm talking about like specialized yeah. industries, mm-hmm. like specialized skills type shit. No, but I do think Dubai is going to be the new hub of the world. I think so too. It makes I, more, I see way so more much, sense. I see so much projects that they're talking about doing where it's like, holy shit! Like yeah. even like the, you see that new city that they're gonna build in the desert. Yeah, mm. the it's line like a or digital whatever, city. Right? Yeah, like looks, um, <laughs> bro, it looks like something out of a sci-fi. But movie. then like, even like not even just that, like coming into where it's like uh, entertainment, they're kind of stealing like the vibe from Vegas in the sense that like all the biggest flights, all the biggest like races and stuff yeah. are gonna be out That's of Dubai. The, the golf, the golf, the, uh, golf, the live tournament. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so like it's all the league the, or the golf league like live yeah, or whatever live, yeah the live tournament so like all these places are gonna like oh, Dubai's buying these contracts because they they don't want America just to be the entertainment hub let's make mm-hmm. Dubai because then it's like even there when so like when a, like the Jake Paul fight happened in Dubai that shit was on it in Toronto at like five o'clock six o'clock yeah so yeah. we could still watch it when we have an event in Vegas at fucking eleven p.m. it's four in the morning out there yeah every, like, everywhere else the time yeah. sucks. Yeah, so, that's so a, that's time zone wise it makes time. way more sense for all big events to be out there for national that's why a lot of events. West Coast stuff it just happens yeah. during the day like yeah even like, even like World Cup shit. like mm-hmm. World yeah. Cup is starting here at like ten a.m. and shit like mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah the most eyes. So yeah, no, I think that I I do think Dubai will be the biggest like hub of the world in a few days. All right, this a few one days. All right, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. love that, love that. A few years. So last headline, yo. All right, it's more not even really a headline. It's a take. I want to know what you guys think. Do you think the NBA should switch their playoffs to a one and done kind of like March Madness? No. Whoa! Yeah. They would never. They would lose so much money. Yeah. they would lose money, but like, so look at the, the intensity. But would they even lose money though? Because the NFL does a one and dones, and when NFL playoffs definitely NFL does more NFL money than one, NBA. NFL, they couldn't, bro. They they could. Well, the way football is, they couldn't play more than one. Yeah, week, yeah, right? yeah. No, but yeah, NBA, why couldn't you do once a week too? No, you like, could for sure. Uh, but with, with shit like this, it's just like, bro, I like the difference between college and NBA, like how they play with two halves instead mm-hmm. of four quarters and stuff. Like, keep it different. I like mm-hmm. that. That's what keeps. That's what keeps it unique. Like, like college sports is beautiful, man. Leave no, it is. Alone. But like, and, I and think the NBA is cool too because it's completely bro. Game seven, like, mm-hmm. but when you ever hear about, especially like, like, oh, Michael Jordan, he hit that big shot. It was a game seven finals. Like, it just adds that much more to it. Type no, thing, but the reason know? why it adds to it is because that's a one and done. Game seven is a one and done. No, but the whole like he balled out all series, and then game the seventh seven game when he was the no, most like tired, the, the most the on the line. The seventh game is winner takes all. Yeah. Of course, so but it's only it's only sick because it took 
both sides wanting to get mm. there type stuff. Like, no, but I feel like, look, what I'm saying, like, the intensity you're saying. So, like, the yeah. intensity of what is Game 7 is essentially what mar- every March Madness game is, right? So, like, the best teams right now getting upset no, but I feel like it's, game it's, shit. it's even more so than the every March Madness because some games, some series get eliminated. Like, some people get swept. Four games type shit, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's yeah. like, sometimes you see that, but then when, when both teams are so good that it leads up to a Game 7, it's that much more special spe- uh, special than just a regular playoff game. But, like, let, like hypothetically, right? Let's say, like, there's how much is in how many teams make playoffs? Ten, like eight teams each division. So there's gonna be eight games in a week. You do separate the games one day each week, and it's like you watch like that one game. Like that shit would be intense as fuck. I like watching. Man. I like watching. Yeah, no, I like. Yeah, I feel like it's more basketball to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and every game is intense. But I feel like in the playoffs, especially mm-hmm. like playoffs, playoff wise, like NBA gets like le- so little attention. Like. From the casuals, I would say, from like people that don't really aren't aren't necessarily basketball fans, you're not really trying to sit, sit there and watch. Oh, wait, didn't they play last night? And they're like, yeah, but they're gonna play again tonight too. It's Another like, thing too, though, is like, see how like these upsets are happening, like how the 16 seed beat the number one yeah. seed mm-hmm. in, in a seven game series. They would never, be never. Yeah, but that, yeah. but that's, like, I kind of like that about the NBA. It's like, mm-hmm. there's no fluky winners. Like, mm-hmm. but that's what All the NFL the is. The NFL is like one and done, and you get. I, I like that bad. with the NFL though, because it's more competitive, right? It just works, bro. Like, just I don't know what to say. It's, it's not what flawed. It is. Yeah. Right. What yeah. about this, though? Me and Terrence were literally just talking about it this morning. Do you, you see how, like, the Premier League will have, like, um, like smaller leagues that you get relegated to if you do bad? Yeah, feeder You get promoted, shit. shit like that. NBA, they only have the G League, obviously, right? Mm. But what if there was, like, a play-in tournament? Like, not even a tournament. Like, it would be a tournament. It would be, like a, like, a 64, maybe 212-team tournament that plays – to get like the first two last two spots of the in G the NBA, League in the, G, the G League, League? that'd be sick. That'd so be like sick. you, anybody like we can literally think, make think, a, like a team of twelve people. Yeah, like get funded all the men's leagues type mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think nationwide. I think eventually it'll get to that. It'll get more competitive. And, and then shit. the last two teams in the G League get booted down every single season, and then yeah, yeah. it'd be a contender league. And then, and then like, when you're in the G League, it's like yeah, you're not in the NBA, but you have all eyes on the NBA. The yeah. NBA scouts would be watching though, that tournament every year. And then you already have like G League Ignite, which is pretty much like the NBA's G League yeah. team, which is like the most stacked G League team of them all. So like, yeah. yeah, I think it would work. I think that would be a be crazy great too, idea. Like, think about how many great talents. Like we were talking about last episode. So many people are so talented that you just can't make the NBA because the NBA's too talented. Yeah. Now let them have their like their spots to shine. Like a lot, even like in college basketball, like so many people fall through the ropes where like, you they they're they're just in shit situations, but they're amazing talents, and you never get to know who they are. Yeah, I feel like things like this would be crazy, and that would be, like you can see by like March Madness how much viewership that gets. I feel like obviously it wouldn't put up those numbers, but it would get some type of buzz. Yeah, yeah the G League is gonna keep growing too. Like like it, it was kind of falling off for a bit, and they did this whole I, new initiative. I feel like this would ignite the G League. In a it, sense. Would, like it would it would even anybody more. Yeah, like yeah. if you can know anybody that is about to make the G League because they're playing have, in this tournament. Have any either of you been to a like the nine hundred five? Yeah, no. I've been to a bunch of them. But I went, like I went last go, week. Yeah, yeah, I went last you go week. All the time. It's dope, right? Yeah, it was pretty empty still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it though. I like it. It's, it's fun. But yeah, I'm not even like, saying it's a cool. It's a cool vibe. Like you know, but it was just like. But do you think okay? So you're did you baller. Want more from it, like you felt like it should be more crowded. Then? Yeah, I feel like you know, like yeah. But you're more, baller yourself, so like I'm mean. saying, like do you think, let's say five years ago when you were actually like you know in it? Five, nah, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's wait, say wait, you were in your prime. Do you think you and like let's say yeah, seven, eight boys could get a team banged. that could compete banged. with nine hundred five team players? 
No. Like you can no. create a team with like eight, <laughs> no, nine players? No, no. no you don't no, think so? No, no, no. Like, because it, they have that NBA size. There's yeah, guys on the team yeah. who are like 6'10, 6'11. But no, but obviously you would get NBA size like for your team too. It's hard to find. Mm-hmm. Like, those Is guys it? aren't. You get like 6'10 men that play basketball. Those guys aren't walking around. They play basketball every single day like yeah. every day if, if i got to play basketball every day then i think i could no you train for one tournament that tournament and then that determine determines your life essentially like you know what i mean it's like and so i'm not everything even, for the one tournament yeah you train for the one tournament if you make that, that tournament then you break the g mm-hmm. of the g league yeah, you know and it's like yo you gotta say like there's not nba size but yo in college basketball every team has a seven footer now at nah, least nah. They, every, every team has at least three people over six nine Yes, over six nine. Yeah, yeah. They're not making the NBA, so where are they going? Like, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of them them are. America America has a lot more seven footers than Canada does. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like, like, he's like seven two. He probably plays professionally somewhere. No, he's on Purdue. Like, that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, so bro, you know how hard it'd be to get that Purdue kid to come play for your men's basketball? (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, there's mad washed like seven footers, and be like, yo, I understand. Not as many as you think. A lot of them play pro. A lot of seven footers play pro in different parts of the world. Because the way I saw it was like, because esports, like video games, they do shit like that all the time so like they'll have a professional scene but like the last two to four spots of every professional league league will have a play a contender series where anyone can sign up it'll start like those are bigger because it's obviously it's video games online it'll be like a 2000 team tournament yeah and then the last four teams get the spots do you think you could play in the esports i think he could no no because i would need teammates and shit but it's like no but like regardless of that it's like i'm not like i don't devote myself like what you're saying i don't devote myself to yeah, basketball full-time but like if i know. like let's say i just came out of college where i was playing basketball for four years mm-hmm. not every day in my life a hundred percent when i'm 23 i'm gonna go try to do that shit a hundred percent i would and it's like that's like i feel like so when video games did it it's like you can see the best in the world and the contrast between the best in the world and like your best like kid in your neighborhood mm-hmm. and if the best kid in your neighborhood can compete with them then it's like it kind of puts everything in perspective right mm-hmm. so it's like in the nba everyone thinks like oh these guys are all superstars like they're gods like mm-hmm. you can never touch them but then i think like the best basketball players i know could probably be a role player in the nba if they had the opportunity type shit and it's like i would never know until like something like this is established mm-hmm. either way it would be good to see that because bro some guys would look so good playing against certain people then you'd see them play against nba talent and that would expose the different levels yeah, to it. Yeah. of course but like that but like that's Everything, right? Like, yeah, of course. I agree. I brought on the same page. I think it would be a good idea. But I was going to ask you something too, uh, Ezra, because mm-hmm. you have a lot of experience, like your brother played in the CFL, right? Mm-hmm. And I was going to, because we're talking about feeder leagues and stuff. Yeah. What do you guys think of like the CFL changed to like American football rules and mm-hmm. became like a feeder league, like almost like a G League into the NFL? So, wouldn't that be dope? No, 100%. So, like, I feel like there's so much guys on the free agent list that like, and especially like old, not washed up NFL players, but guys who are just leaving the NFL, like a Chad Ochocinco, mm-hmm. LaShawn McCoy, where it's like, if these guys were playing in the CFL, that'd be sick. Like, that'd yeah. be so sick. I just feel like, like, the CFL is older than the NFL, and I feel like a lot of, like, the older Canadians are just setting their ways. It's like, yo, like, our this is our football. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. this is how we I get play that vibe the football. Too. You know what I mean? Like, if they, I don't think they would... Um, Embrace it? Like, embrace those switching the rules But, but what do you think is more important? Because, like, I almost feel like the CFL doesn't have a huge audience. Do you think... Is, is in, more important like, to cater to Saskatchewan. It's massive. It's massive. You know what yeah. I mean? like, do you think it's more important to cater to those fans or like the younger generation where we kind of grow into a big thing? No, like I, I feel like because obviously I went, I went to like a lot of Ticats games and like you'd see like little kids like their parents would grow them up to be fans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, um, with the the Rough Riders in Saskatchewan. That's all they have there. It's packed there, right? Packed, and they have the biggest stadium. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, I no, I feel like they're doing they're 
they're going to stay with, like, CFL rules and, like, yeah. homebred teams. I just wish that, like, they take the politics out of it because, like, they get a lot of uh, American guys to play when we have a lot of homegrown talent here. You know what I mean? But yeah. they're, they're going to take the American guys just because, like, they're bigger or they're, they're known or whatever. And it's, it's also, it's also like, a lot of American coaches as well. Yeah. So so that, so even what you're saying, like, it's, like, the opposite of what I'm saying. You wish mm-hmm. it was more Canadian. Yeah, facts. Okay. Give, give our guys a chance. So, okay. yeah, one of my best friends, he's in the CFL right now. He actually just got signed to the Rough Riders, third highest paid mm-hmm. center in the CFL. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm, I'm going to get him on the pod, like, when he's in the town. But mm-hmm. he, I've had this conversation with him many a times because we did a road trip across Canada. This, we talked about this for at least, like, we had a good five-hour conversation about this because mm-hmm. I had this exact same stats as you where it's like if you made it NFL rules, you'll be able to get the Canadian, like, high school sports to be playing NFL rules and mm-hmm. we'd be more NFL-ready and shit. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. way he explained it to me makes a lot of sense in the sense, like what Ezra was saying, where you do get homegrown talent, and it's like when you do community outreach with those cities, like, those guys don't want to see, like, a kid from Alabama who never lived their yeah, life saying, yeah. oh, you can do this too. Mm-hmm. They want to see, a, like, a guy from Saskatchewan talking to a guy from Winnipeg saying, like, mm-hmm. yo, you actually have a chance. Like, this is a real league. Mm-hmm. I used to shit on the CFL so much. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was, like, the worst thing ever. But All then the it's, time. yeah, I used to think it was, like, the worst thing ever. But then now it's, like, my friend, like, like he, he his salary you can see his salary he's making like 150,000 mm-hmm. actually I don't know I don't want to like I don't know exactly how much he's making mm-hmm. Good but money, like it's though, around like, there. over yeah. six figures like actually. yeah he's the third highest paid center in the, in the CFL and it's like yo you're making 150,000 and when I went out to go visit him in Vancouver he was playing for the BC Lions before and his lifestyle while he's playing is just like it's better than any job you can think of in the sense that yeah regular you, job you go to actually. you go to the you go to the gym at like 9 a.m. in the morning you go work out, then you have meetings and stuff, and then you're out of there by like one o'clock, two o'clock, and mm-hmm. it's like that's your day. And then you go play on Sunday, and then that's only for six months of their year, five months of the year. Oh yeah, it's great. And it's like yo, so they're making like they're not making like NFL money, but mm-hmm. you're making very, very good money for very little work, and it's always gonna like the people who play football love football, so it's like you're Fair doing enough. what you love. So then talking about the CFL, so do you think like like that they could do more to make it bigger? Because I, I like that stance that we have. I feel like a lot of that comes from us being from Toronto, being and f- it's yeah. like yeah, the Argos. Toronto has the smallest stuff. Yeah, Audience yeah. for the CFL. Argos can't compare to the Leafs, Jays, or Raptors, right? The so they well, gotta get the short end of the. What stick. they're doing right now, within the CFL, they're trying to expand it, right? So they're gonna like and the uh, Toronto Argos because we have like we have the worst attendance record and shit. They have a game every year that's out in uh, Nova Scotia yeah, and shit. They're trying to see so they're trying to get an audience out there for CFL. So if, like, let's say they're added added uh, added ending up like three, four more teams to the CFL then that is going to make the sport bigger. There's always going to be enough yeah. players, right? Mm-hmm. And the talent yeah. of the game will still be there. But it wouldn't like, as the bigger the game gets, the more viewership and obviously like that's going to trickle down to salary and stuff and mm-hmm. the bigger the salary, the bigger the talent you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And like that's kind of like the balance you have to play with. But then it's like if you look at the value of these teams, like they're not valued that much like any millionaire could buy a CFL team if they wanted. Like, Fuck, man. Buying the Argos wouldn't be bad, man. It's but it would like be bad because, no, like, you can't really promote. You could make the Argos pop, and I'm telling you, you could. Especially if you get certain guys, like I said, like, like Sean McCoy and, like, Chad Ochocinco. Or, like, or if you if, sign, if, like, a big name. Like, yeah. If one you, big bro, name. if Ochocinco was playing for the Argos, are you crazy? You get, he came right. and played for, I think, uh, Montreal. Bro, the yeah, Argos had him a hard Shane time. Ray. I would make him a star right away. He's our number one receiver. Get him the ball. You know who <laughs> Shane Ray is? We lose every game. Get him the ball. And right now, think about the Argos. Right now, could have Chad Ochocinco and Terrell Owens be our receivers. Oh, you're Go saying just get like super, time. super wash guys <laughs> and do like you're saying like super, super wash guys, Not like what that MLS super did. Wash. They're both still in shape. 
No, you're but saying like the MLS, MLS kind of like the MLS, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, like, Bro, look at the MLS. Uh, MLS in like ten years is gonna be so big, and I just want to see that for the CFL too, like because like you said, it has a Tom Brady come through. Tom Brady come through to the you know. Argos, right? Tom Brady, bro. Imagine Tom Brady being fifty. See, but that's why you just need to put a little bit of money into it, bro. You think the bank wouldn't lend you the money to pay Tom Brady? No, but it would come down to the league and salary caps and shit. Of course, but like, what if they did like they just have to get rid of the salary? Yeah, if they did what European soccer does and just gets rid of the salary cap and whatever you salary cap to me is foolishness, especially if because those teams out west would have the the most money to spend anyways. The salary cap is probably in place to help Toronto be able to compete, which is trash. Like, yeah, someone should just buy that. Say, let's just get rid of that salary cap. Let's put it's crazy money that like Hamilton gets a bigger audience in Toronto. Yeah. Like that's so wild. It's like you said. That's that's what the like, main what thing they have. They do yeah, out there. They yeah. have. But Hamilton's forty minutes from Toronto. It's not even like it's like like two hours away. Like Montreal has a team. But it's a different culture though. No. Yeah. You know, like, it is, but it's like, yeah. I feel like the CFL could have like ten teams and it's like or twenty teams. Sorry, oh, twenty teams. 20. I was like, gonna say like like more like, places should have teams. Like Vancouver should Windsor, have like four teams. Like Winds even Windsor can. Yeah, well, like that'd be sick, bro. Like taking like the Premier League of soccer is Niagara Falls have a team. Now, mm -hmm. Well, actually, Falls, London, yeah, Quebec, like, Quebec, City. London, like, Ontario, yeah, like the best yeah, London, London, Ontario, their football team, like Western, yeah, yeah, Western. Um, I remember driving to see one Everton's games. And their quarterbacks on a billboard. See, yeah, when you're yeah, driving into the city, it's like they what? Sure no, but even team, like, like uh, when I used to play like uh, league football, like mm -hmm. uh, OVFL, Western or it wasn't OVFL, it's CIA or I forget what it was, OUA or something like that. Mm -hmm. No, trash. not OUA. Yeah, OUA whatever. Some trash. But yeah, whatever three letter <laughs> league it was. Yeah. Uh, Western was like the best team. Like, or yeah. London was the best team. Yeah. It's like London like has so much talent. Same with mm -hmm. um. What's the other one? Like not uh not King City. Fuck. There was another like city that's outside of Toronto that was amazing that always produced talent. It's like all the talent isn't in Toronto. Yeah, no. It's 100%. like those farm kids where you yeah, get like those Bear, big ass linemen yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's the same as football in America. It's like yeah. Alabama's where the talent is, not New York, not California. Yeah, yeah. You know? Florida, Florida and shit. But that would be sick. I would like I like I'm gonna have Peter on. I'm gonna get Peter to come on the pod, but like and he'll talk about it. But CFL, if it expanded, would be sick. It would be sick yeah. to watch CFL if it was good. But yeah. it's like Bro, I've seen some great games. I don't know no, you're talking yeah. about. It, I, the one thing I, I'll games. say, but how much are you tuning in, like on a date, on a week to week? Every week I watch. No, he, like he, no, well, even no, well, abs out of the league. Yeah, yeah. You every still week. watch every yeah, week. Yeah. Oh, I'll say like, this my, too. My, my lady, sorry, my lady's uh, like in yeah, game Argos, host. Yeah. You know what I mean for the Argos. So oh really? Always affiliated. Yeah. Oh, I never realized. Yeah. I really don't watch the games. But I was going to say, though, with, with CFL, because you watch a lot, right? Yeah. The only thing I really don't like is the three downs thing. Yeah. The three I downs. I hate that. But that also makes it's it a so passing back league, and yeah, exactly. That makes it so much more exactly. passing. So it's like... Fair it enough. It makes it a little more entertaining in that sense. I just... It's an extremely offensive league, so three more. downs isn't score bad. more. Yeah, uh, I don't know. There's Supposed just a, run the, that run the, run the and, and receivers running off the line. Like, bro, imagine before, you got like a Tyree Kill running off the too. line. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, bro. it's clearly because there's no elite speed. If there was elite speed out there, what are you there? talking what's, about? What's, what's the guy from fast. Hamilton? Brendan Banks. <laughs> yeah, bro, bro. Yeah. he was one of the fastest players in the NFL oh, when yeah, he was in the NFL. Yeah, but he was tearing up the CFL though. He's still like, yeah, he's amazing. I'm saying those. That's what I'm saying. When there's elite guys out there and they're allowed to get that running start, the DB has no chance. Bro, you have to understand. Like, in CFL teams, they have to put a Canadian minimum. So like, every team needs to have I, I don't know what the number is say like 10 canadians on their active roster at all mm -hmm. times fair enough so like the league is still all american elite talent yeah, that yeah, still yeah. want to make the nfl like what you're saying yeah. like a farmer's league in a sense mm -hmm. 
So it's like the talent is there. Like mm-hmm. it's the talent isn't the issue. It's more of like the the game is different. It doesn't translate yeah. directly to the NFL. So the NFL doesn't necessarily look to it like that's a farm league for us. Like, not, like people, no, they they still look like they, they have scouts look, looking at, at. But it's not at their CFL. top priority. Like they're they're sending like seventy percent of their efforts towards the NCAA. Like you know, and yeah. maybe maybe like ten percent of their efforts go towards the CFL, and like another ten go to Germany, mm-hmm. and like another ten just go to like probably prison systems. Bro, bro, like like my boy, you were saying how like. Um, what's that? What's what's the gay guy in the NFL that never made it? That like was supposed to be amazing. Uh, Sam what? Sam, yeah. Sam Sam something. Yeah, whatever. Sam I am. <laughs> yeah, whatever his name is. This guy Peter was saying like in the locker room, his boys were all like dissing and saying like, "Yo, he's not even good." Being like the def- all defensive player of like the SEC isn't that big of a deal. It's like Peter's like, "What the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, this is elite fucking talent yeah. that just doesn't translate in the NFL." That comes oh, to Michael the- Sam. Michael yeah, Sam, yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro, he's like elite talent. Oh, yeah. He never made it in the NFL because he was gay. He went to the CFL and he didn't do well. And everyone was saying like, "Bro, just to be like a top defensive player in the SEC doesn't mean shit." And it's like so- that. People literally so means dumb. everything. Like, I'll say a couple things to that, just to speak on athleticism and shit. Some guys hit their fucking athletic prime when they're 17 and are beasts from 17 to 23. Yeah. And just unbelievable talent. Even look at a guy like Zion. I don't think Zion's going to be much good beyond, like, these next three, four years. Some guys just have an earlier like peak. peak. Yeah. yeah like, mm-hmm. And that's fine. Like, bro, like, when you see a guy like, I don't know, like – Brian Cushing or something where they're like where they dominate their first couple of years in the NFL. It's like it's not it's, he's not trash because he wasn't able to do that for ten years. It's just mm-hmm. like bro, he was just so dominant at a certain point in time. Not everyone is LeBron James. Not everyone could be dominant mm-hmm. for a long time. You know? No, of course. I think like our athletic peak is like before twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know yeah. what I mean. That's so why like, the NFL is so tough because these guys. Yeah. What, what NFL? You're not NFL, allowed like, to one and done. You have to play three years. Yeah, of college. you're like 22, 23 mm-hmm. yeah, 21, yeah, 20, yeah. 20, 21 is like the earliest you can come in. Yeah, but you have to play three years of university no matter what. Yeah, so those guys have like a. So in the NBA, window. they can like now they got that they took out the high school rule. You can one and done and now. So like, you're coming in at 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but I still like, think the NBA should just be letting high school guys in. I think just like see how they see with Lamar. I don't Jack- get the argument why they stopped. It was just, it was just the NCAA probably mm-hmm. paid them off because the NCAA mm-hmm. made so much that money off sense. of that. But um, so if you look at uh like what what they're doing right now with like Lamar Jackson, where they ask like, does anyone want to pursue him type thing right yeah. in the NFL? It's like bro, if a guy was trying to come out of high school and said I want to go to the draft. Just ask all 30 GMs, would you draft this kid if he was available first or second round? And if, like, more than 50% of them say yes, he should be allowed to enter the draft. Oh, you're saying Lamar Jackson? No, no, I'm no. saying high school uh, kids. Yeah. Like, like, you know Lamar what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying like, the floodgates should be open how no, it was. No, but it shouldn't even yeah. be It shouldn't like be that. every kid should just be able to enter. But why but not? But if a lot of GMs say that I would pick this kid, I think he's NBA ready, then mm-hmm. he should be able to go. Especially with the, the sense that you're allowed to get NIL deals because that's what separated pro from semi-pro, right? Exactly. Now that you're able to get paid to be in the NCA, you should be allowed to an- uh, announce for the NBA. Yeah. And then if you don't make it, go to the college. And I will say this. Like, the one you miss thing one I- year, like, but then you just announce your college year. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And the one thing that they did put it into place for us because that last year, that high school players were coming out bro like 50 guys came out of high school and like 10 of them panned out maybe like five of them panned out but that's 20 percent. You know? that's better than a lot of fucking like it other markets true, but, in the but, world but, but the thing that they were saying is that if the same guy because it was all the top high school yeah, prospects yeah. they're saying if those guys went to ncaa and then went to mwa a lot of their lives would have been completely different right and that's yeah. why i'm saying there should be some type of safety net into place mm-hmm. to say, to say if, if this guy's ready or not so like know? but like my argument for that is i feel like this is my conspiratorial side i feel like they made that rule not for the NCAA to make more money, 
but for all LeBron James's records to stick, because no one's ever going to touch that shit. There's no Bro, one that Col- is physically Kobe, able to. Kobe and KG and all the Moses Malone all came out of high school. Those guys' mm-hmm. numbers do not. Yeah, because touch they never had the LeBron. longevity. Didn't Bro, Dwight Howard come out of high school? Yeah, too? Dwight Howard came Bro, out of go, high school. Uh, yeah. Listen, when LeBron's done and all said and done, take off three years of his career, he'll still be all. No, bro, score. but it's like that. Bro, he's gonna play three, for like four more years. But those extra three years are gonna be the difference. Like no one's gonna be able to. Like they, everyone thought Kareem's record was untouchable. LeBron just broke it. Yeah, but bro, in Kareem's last couple of years, he was averaging like 15 points. How much does LeBron? LeBron right still now? has five more years if he yeah. if he That's wants to shoot yeah. to like once I average less than 15 points a season, he has five more seasons. Oh, like, bro! If he wanted to, he could play for ten more seasons. No, okay, now you're he, especially, bro. LeBron Isn't he James taking some kind of drug right now. Like, no, I don't know. Yeah, but you saw he's, yeah, he's yeah, on he, he's bro. on HGH and shit. Yes. They're not no, testing him. You're telling him. me if you're so. the worst team in the league and you're not picking up a 44 year old LeBron James to play point guard for your team, you're insane. <laughs> the branding alone, what it's gonna do for your team? Plus, he's actually a great point guard. Like, what do you mean? He but doesn't have he, to be athletic anymore. He actually doesn't need to be athletic to be a good player. He's a great point guard. Ah, uh, no, I think he needs to be. The way he scores is always driving to the basket. No, he has stop. no handle. He has, he has a great fadeaway jumper. Well, he, he has, bro, he has, he has bro, he's ambidextrous. Handle. He can, he can, he can fit, Who has handles to you? Like, I don't understand. Harry? Like, Okay, Obviously. you're going to like. Come on, like, bro. Man, compare him to someone else who's 6'9. He, he has as much handles as Magic <laughs> yeah, Johnson had. All right, he can get the job done, and he's a great passer, and he can finish with. Bro, with I, had his, I have as much he handles can, as great Magic shooter. Johnson had, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what? Talking about the 60 shot? You're an idiot. That's, what? Why, that's why we don't talk about a lot of yeah, basketball. Yeah, what are you talking about? He's an idiot, right? Yeah, This is crazy. Jesus, this guy. No, bro. No, that's terrible. I just think LeBron James is like that. Like, no one will ever be able to touch any of his records now because he's going to have a 25 plus year career that's impossible yeah. bro 25 elite that's the thing that's like see with tom brady like like it's like yeah i'm glad he retired kind of thing because it was mm. kind of just getting redundant yeah you know but with lebron it's like bro i want to see how far this could go because he's putting up crazy numbers mm. and it's not like lebron james uh, i mean tom brady's like in the pocket he's protected there's so mm. much rules to protect mm-hmm. him with lebron james it's like he's just out there just like every other guy like you know and he already gets the least foul calls he doesn't okay, get no foul game. calls. So this guy doesn't. Who's not to be watching a LeBron game, bro? Like, mm-hmm. I watch him all the time. He's not getting enough foul calls. You watch all the highlights all the time. Whatever you say. <laughs> What's the, if I watch the whole game and, and and whatever when they when they just show you all the baskets or whatever, it's not a big deal. Who cares? Yeah, but that's that's what, how you don't see the fucking foul calls. I'm just saying in general, you could you could see that LeBron James for for how much he means to the league, his popularity and his status, his age and all that, his size, and then you could just look at the game and see how much he gets fouled. It's ridiculous. Some of the fouls that he doesn't get called. Look at the game against Boston. Mm. We had the game winner. Oh, got got hacked, hacked. Yeah. yeah, and then he didn't get the call. Well, that was nah, also, on, yeah, like, nah, bro. that was a bad, bad, bad one. Yeah, Yo, that so, was terrible. The, the league had to apologize. So, yeah. So, Ezzy, seeing that you're our guest, I wonder if you have any questions for us. Yeah, um, Jimmy, I was wanting to like ask you because you know you um, you had your rap career, you know. You went, you went pretty as far as you can could have taken it. Do you feel you could have taken it further if you had like what what could have made you take your rap career further? What do you think? Honestly, now? I still feel like I could take it farther. Like I'm pretty young. Like if you look at Kanye when he got big and shit, he mm-hmm. kind of this like, guy's comparing himself age. to Kanye. That's crazy. No, I'm just saying like <laughs> and like a lot of rappers like get big later on. Like yeah. I, I don't think that the door is shut for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if I want to go back to, it, I can still take it as far as I want to. Honestly, sky's the limit for anything, man. Like mm-hmm. except for like some stuff where it comes to like athleticism. It's like yeah, your body has a certain like mm-hmm. you know. But when it comes to creativity, like painting and writing yeah. books and stories and music and stuff like that, there's no time limit. Who's yeah. the oldest like successful rapper? Like is there like because I feel like there Con- is Kanye's, a- Kanye's probably one of them. But even like look at what Jay Z's doing yeah. now. Obviously, it's longevity. But even yeah. when he got big. 
was like he was a little well, a little older. Let me say let, let me put it like this. Like when was Jay Z's last like great album? Not good album. Great album. Great, yeah. How how old was he then? That was like twenty fifteen. Like forty years old. You think yeah, he's old? You think he's forty? Yeah. yeah he's over 40 I feel like he was in his thirties. No. What? Well, how old is Jay Z? I feel like Jay Z's not he's like it's like, like forty seven years old. He's like, fifty right now. How old yeah. is Jay Z? But I'm saying like I feel like there is an age requirement for fifty three. So yeah, he was like forty six. Born in sixty nine. That nigga lived through the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But I feel like there is like an age restriction on music. Yeah, to an extent, um, at like, least. Like, like that's Jay Z. Like, yeah, he is the local. No, I, I do agree that. with you like that, especially being out of touch. But like, look at a guy like um, Bill Withers, right? And that's another Who? thing too. With me, I was never too caught up with being just strictly a rapper. Uh, Bill Withers, the guy who sang like, uh, uh, "Ain't No Sunshine," oh, okay. she's gone. Like when he came this out, he was vocals. old as shit. <laughs> like, well, see how old he was when his first songs got big and stuff. Like, yeah. he was like a grown ass man. I, back then, niggas just looked different too. Yeah, yeah. he might, he might yeah. have been twenty six for all I know, but he Probably. looked like he was forty two. Yeah, <laughs> so you. Do you think you can still? Like, you would? Would you ever like? What would it have to take to rejuvenate your music career? Then, in your opinion, honestly, man, I think just like, like find the love for it again. Finding the love for it, obviously doing mm-hmm. things with passion, people could feel that. But um, I feel like these days with music, like people like to see artists that are just like exciting and just full of life and type stuff, like you know. So I just, just like the, just you think just, you're too laid back. No, no, I don't think that. I think just like like me myself, I think just like being happy in a good place. Yeah, you know, like being in a good place in life in general. Like just as far as just happiness goes, like people Mm -hmm. like to see that from their artists. Like just be happy, just be yourself. And I feel like I'm just getting more and more back to that. Like you know, like everything I do these days is just to be healthy. Like you know, like Mm -hmm. not everything. Obviously, I still just like just do regular shit. But I'm saying Mm -hmm. like my whole mindset is just to be happy and healthy type shit. And I feel like that helps me a lot more as an artist. You know, because before I was just I felt like I was just getting to a place where I was just so unpassionate and just kind of becoming lazy and just going through the taking motions? things for granted yeah going through the motions like that type of stuff always will reflect with everything you do mm-hmm. right so yeah as long as you're passionate and you, you got that life in you i feel like it's, it's always open right no because like, i feel like your last body of work was phenomenal mm-hmm. not just because you're my boy but like it was actually like phenomenal it's like yo like what you're saying like i could resonate because now we're older yeah. you know what i mean i have my kids yeah your kids and like yo like you made a great body of work yeah so it's just like wow like is it possible to continue in that creativity yeah and just like push part. that because like it was it was it was like for grown like you know yeah. like our people our age and like mm-hmm. like i can't really listen to like i can listen to the stuff that like is coming out but it's like it doesn't it doesn't have any substance it doesn't resonate you know yeah it doesn't resonate. have any substance it doesn't resonate with me i'll say for myself like the creativity part is always super simple but like mm-hmm. Like music is a business right it's mm-hmm. not like and that's the thing that that last project showed me i dropped it it was fire mm-hmm. But I didn't put nothing into marketing and mm. all that shit. And mm-hmm. it's just like, that stuff's not fun for me. Like, I, yeah, I don't yeah. like that stuff. But that's the part, the stuff that takes you over the top when you're business side. So then you would need, like, you would need backing is what, like, if you had the, the backing, yeah, backing yeah. then you, you can go further, no? Yeah, make sure the right people around you. Like, just a team, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, like a team. And, like, one thing is I, I noticed, too, like, it's not just for me, for anyone out there that's an artist or wants to be an artist. It's like, if you could build a strong team and just make people feel like they're a part of it and, like, they're going to, like it's it's not all I I I is us us us. It's mm-hmm. a lot easier to move that way because you need people to like have your back and it's a it's a job that not one person could do. Like mm-hmm. when you see someone like Travis Scott, bro, who's doing Dude, everything team. by himself he when he got big oh, at first, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. when he would shoot his own videos, edit yeah. his own make videos, his own record beats. himself, mm-hmm. make his own beats, all that. He is like one of the greatest of all time. So it's like don't expect for yourself to be able to do that. You're gonna have but to like, like delegate. Travis Scott's things, also you know? like. I feel like he hasn't dropped in years too, right? So it's the same shit. Yeah, well, I mean, artists are gonna go through that. Like Kendrick Lamar took a huge hiatus, and Rihanna and stuff like that. That's another thing, re- reason too, where I don't, I don't get too hard on myself with taking time off of music. I feel like 
I don't know, as an artist, you shouldn't feel too pressured to always be putting stuff out. That's like if in a conversation you feel obligated to always talk. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay to be silent sometimes. Mm-hmm. Any other questions? Yeah, TJ. So um, at the beginning of your pod, the pod, you said you're going to try to lose some weight. Hmm. <laughs> How's that why going? Guys, why are you guys laughing? <laughs> How's that going? <laughs> Yo, hold up, hold up. Why did you just laugh? What the fuck is this? <laughs> How's that going for I'm you, buddy? I'm still in the gym. I, did, I actually had one bad week this week because of mm. my sleep and shit and work and all that. It was just... Mm-hmm getting overwhelming but i'm still in the gym i was actually pushing numbers again mm-hmm. um the last week i was in there like i was telling terrence um like my squad is back up to like oh, over three plates my bench and back over Jeez. two plates and shit so like i'm pushing i'm not at the weight that i was pushing before mm-hmm. but i'm getting there my cardio is just way 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 behind like my what i used to be able to do cardio wise to mm-hmm. now is way 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 out of like out of track but no i am working out still I am losing some weight. Just, I don't know why y'all niggas are laughing. <laughs> I don't laugh. That's what made me laugh. I'm definitely getting my strength back. I, and that's what, like, the most important part for me is like, mm-hmm. I was even talking to your bro because your bro's like pretty much my trainer whoever I talk to about working out. Yeah, yeah. And I was showing him, like I sent him a, the video of me squatting. I was squatting like, I think 365 and that moving in for five and shit, like reps. Mm-hmm. And he was just saying like, yeah, I'm getting back. Like he sees it. Like I'm getting mm-hmm. full full depth, full everything. So it's like, that. that's like the number one like the turn for me before that I was so much weaker. Like before I would be able to like rep out four plates. And when I got back to the gym, it was hard to do two. Mm-hmm. So it was like, that was a huge deterrent. I'll do that and be like, okay, what the fuck am I even doing? I'm wasting my time here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now that I'm able to like that slowly hell. creep back up there, it's like, it's it's giving me the confirmation that I'm on the right path. So it's shit. like, is that motivating you to like keep going back? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Cause it's like, it makes me feel like I'm not wasting my time. Right. Yeah. So it's like, if I'm doing two plates and I'm getting like bust, but it's like the next day my legs aren't even hurting. Cause I never actually did shit. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, yeah, I, I felt like my whole day yesterday was a waste of time. But then now when I'm like, I'm pushing like 365 for five, which isn't a lot. That would be like, I'll probably be like my uh, like second rep for what I used to do. But it's like, I go home the next day, like I can't walk. And I'm like, okay, see, this is like proof positive that my workout was a good workout. Like, so you know? 2024 summer body coming up. Okay. <laughs> Quick question, TJ. So you're fresh coming off of like, you went through a little bit of a lazy spell, right? A little bit. Three years. So three years you were being three lazy, years. right? So just can you just speak to people like on like, do you feel like way better, like physically, mentally? Like, well, how's it feel like to be no, back? No, see, gym? I'm not mentally there, right? So it's like before my mentality was so strong because I was like, let's say, I was three. But I mean, just just compared to when these last three. No, years. no, yeah. So, like, like, so when I first started working, not first, but when I got back in the gym, it was before COVID, and I went like a year and a half of like not even a year, like a year straight of every single day, I would bike for an hour, I would lift for an hour. Yeah, we were in the before gym. work. Yeah. Like I'll do that every single day. I was on a strict diet and everything. Lost seventy five pounds, almost eighty pounds, and I was in like. The, I was the strongest I've ever been in my life. That's also a matter of grown man strength. I was like 24, 25. So it was like I was in my peak athleticism in that sense. And I was like as strong as I ever was. And I felt like at that time I felt amazing. Like mm-hmm. it didn't. It was literally nothing to me to wake up and go to the gym and then go to do a nine, eight hour uh, shift at work. Like mm-hmm. it was just like the rhythm I was in. Yeah. Now I feel like I'm chasing that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So like I'm not fully there yet. I believe I can get there again. But like. The best I've ever felt in my life was when I was in that position, and that's, like, the high that I want to chase. So it's, like, when I get off, like, when I was doing an hour bike ride, I was racing myself every single day. So, like, I had a set amount of kilometers. Like, I would take a picture of, like, my whatever I was doing, like, the day before and shit, and I would try to beat my the, the day after. And it's, like, I didn't always beat it, obviously, but that was always a race. So it's, like, let's say I was doing 35 kilometers. If I saw myself at 32 with like te- like uh, five minutes to go, I did push it into another gear to get to that, and I would still end at like 34.50 or something. And it's like, 
I'm okay with that. I went as hard as I could for the last 20 minutes. I did like a full hour. And that just made you feel like relief of everything. And I feel like when I yeah. stopped working out because COVID came, closed the gyms, gave me a bunch of excuses why not to go work out mm-hmm. and shit, I got into like this relaxed state with what we were talking about before where like nothing really mattered in a sense. And then that was where I'm like, all these like not I wouldn't say mental issues, but like the like the anxiety and the depression and shit like would creep up on me and be mm-hmm. like, yo, you don't need to do this, you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like it got to the point where I am now where like I'm just a fat fuck. And it's like <laughs> and it's like now I understand, like, bro, I just have to get back to that. It was like it was hard, but once I got into the rhythm, it was fun. So mm-hmm. it's like I just want to get to that f- where it was where fun, it's fun again. Because yeah. like mm-hmm. before it wasn't it wasn't never like an issue where I wake up in the morning and be like, Man, I gotta go to the gym. Like I was in a grind mode mm-hmm. five, six times a week. I was in the gym every single day and I'll just have fun there like Terrence mm-hmm. would come and he'll go play basketball for three hours mm-hmm. I'm working out for three hours it was like, it, like that shit was easy mm-hmm. and I was moving weights then definitely yeah. that. yo like how about you with your uh, with boxing no, I feel good right now I feel good you just it's get, it gets tough you get to like you hit certain walls I feel like when it comes mm-hmm. to learning anything new right so I've been at a point now where it's like don't you have a fight coming up? Yeah, next month, a- April fifteenth. Right? Yeah, yeah, my next fight. But uh, I just got to a point where it's like, yeah, the stuff I'm working on now is a little more advanced. It takes more time. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not the type of stuff you go there and learn in a day or two, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of the like like throwing punches and shit, bro. Because mm-hmm. you've been punching your whole life, mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah, you kind of you're gonna grasp like that concept quick, right? Yeah. But when it comes to like defensive shit, footwork, mm-hmm. moving your head type shit, right? Mm-hmm. Punching off the line and stuff, it's like that stuff takes more time. Sometimes it gets frustrating. A lot of guys don't really get to that point of it really right mm-hmm. a lot of guys are just brawlers right yeah so do you, do you feel like you're not getting better then no i'm for sure getting better it's just this next part that i'm trying to get better at like not getting hit as much it's just it's a really tough thing some some pros are not even like don't even really work on that stuff as much like there's this fight coming up with um caleb plant and uh benavidez or whatever yeah and the guys like call like the mexican monster like when you watch him fight he's just like a hulking guy like he's a big guy and he just walks the guy down, and he's just so strong type shit, and he doesn't really worry too much about being slick and moving his head and getting out the way. Mm-hmm. I suppose his opponent, Caleb Plant, is a very slick guy who's like a like a traditional boxer, and he moves and ducks a lot, and you mm-hmm. know, he's very slick. And I just more want to be one of those slick guys, but some some people don't even care too much about that type of shit, right? Like I said, it's a very hard thing to learn. Like, it's so much easier to grasp the concept of just punching some shit. Well, like, it's, you know? I feel like it's easier to just, like, you know, like they hone in on just one or, like, a couple... Um, crafts or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they make that their thing when they're going into the ring. Yeah, like it's just easier to just like, okay, I'm just gonna walk this guy down and yeah, yeah. bang him in a corner. You yeah. know what I mean? And they all have their so- style. At the end of the day, guys, they walk him down, bang him. Yo, so, edit that out. Edit I'm more that. speaking about like his style. Anyways. The guys probably had better head movement and all that than me. Anyways, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. He's been boxing for damn near his whole life, right? But I'm just saying, like in general, stylistically wise, like mm-hmm. a lot of guys, they don't even care to really be too slick in there, right? I, I just want to be slick in there because you're tired of getting punched. Yeah, getting punched a lot, man. You be like having headaches, you be forgetting shit and stuff. It's like you know, you yo, want to keep fresh. That, that there, first right? fight, we were at that first. Fun. I was like, oh Holy my gosh, first, yo. first round was yo, hell. I was worried. I was like, yeah, we're gonna have to jump in the ring and help Ezzie, this guy. I got a question for you because, yo, the end of last podcast, me and Jimmy were talking off camera right when we finished, and I mm-hmm. wish we got on cam, but I want to know what you would think. Do you think if I gave Jimmy three punches clean, me not blocking with gloves, do you think he could knock me out? 
Three, yes. three punches. I don't, I don't even know. Who knows? You have a huge ass head. <laughs> yes. Head is huge. Bro, you were saying yes last week. Why are you switching No, I was, say, I was saying like yes, yes, but maybe not. Like, I don't know. I can't say for certain. For certain. Yeah, he thinks like, he could beat me in a boxing match. Oh, I think I could beat you in a boxing There's match. There's no sure. shot. Bro, you would not touch me. I'm I would knock you. you out. How are you going to knock out what you can't well, touch? Well, I've seen TJ knock people out. <laughs> I'll be like smoking there. You'll be trying to catch smoke, bro. Bro, there's zero chance. There's there's weight classes for a reason. There's zero chance. Obviously, there's weight classes so that guys like you don't get embarrassed. <laughs> that's right. who's winning in a boxing match me or Jimmy yes you see me fight I have that's all I'm saying like bro it's weight class for a reason why don't you well who'd win in a fight between you and Ezra Ezra would fuck you up I, wouldn't, I, I could never punch Ezra I love this guy too much yeah shut the fuck up bitch so you could punch me you want to punch me you fucking I'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> no, it would be entertaining still. It'd yeah, it would. It would. It would. Because be I would. I would literally have to try to not get hit mm-hmm. once. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna. Yeah. You would never throw a punch because you mm-hmm. can never. Like, if no, you're I, punching I, range, I, I would not get throw. little slick shots, no. especially while I'm moving. I feel like Bro, I box, you'd have like, to I really just box. like hit him at the body because yeah, it's the biggest that's part. So it's like you know, yeah. You're trying to punch down, bro. It's really hard to hit guys, especially when their head is moving all the time. Yeah, bro. I'll block. I was saying before, like I'll actually be able to punch through your block so easily. Man, I, you think I'm trying to block your shots? My bro, head you think is Francis moving. Francis has a better My punch than me? My head is moving. Didn't he lose yesterday? He just lost it. No, no Usman, lost, Usman, Usman lost, lost yesterday. Yeah. Nigerian bro, fighters bull- were having it tough for That was a, a bullshit bit, fight too, bro. Oh, man. That was some stupid shit. Like, he should never have lost. Mm-hmm. Leon Edwards is a bitch. <laughs> would you Honestly, say that to bro, his face? Yeah. No, no bro, you would Jimmy, He's Jimmy size. Bro, this nigga's 160. Bro, I'll say this, bro. Bro, you're such a friendly guy. You don't say that to anyone's face. I wouldn't. No, but you're saying would I? I would. I'm not saying I would. In a hypothetical right now. I'm too scared to say like it to his next face. week if we go to Florida or whatever, we happen to bump into that nigga Leon Edwards. He goes like, "Oh, hey, what's bro, up, bro?" There's no stupid smile. He's like, "Bro, I'm saying there's nobody that I'm afraid to say like, yeah, you know, like if he was to step to me, I'll be afraid." Mm. This nigga's fucking 160 pounds. Yeah, I know. So actually, that's what I'm saying. His head is I don't so care. big, bro. I don't you, care. you get a head kick and you'll be fine. You eat that. <laughs> be like, all right, what's next? <laughs> no, bro. But like, yeah, no. I just thought like that was an interesting question. I'm so mad we never got that combo off. So what about you guys? You guys think that you'd be good for combat sports? No. Just a hypothetical world. I'm not saying like go do it. But I'm just saying in a hypothetical world, if you were training every day, I wish I started when I was young. Like an I wish I started when I was young, but I don't think I'd be good now. 100. percent Right, hundred percent, I would. No, you know but you like, already fight, right? Yeah, like I don't know. I don't six, like four. All right, so let me ask you this: because you guys are both like heavyweights, right? And a lot mm-hmm. of heavyweights are very hesitant because they don't want to fight guys their size. They know that guys like they're that their size can bang, right? Yeah, yeah. So would you be afraid to go in there with a guy your size? Nah, no, not if See, I, it's not, not a matter of fear. Training, like, yeah, if I had the training, I'd go in like whatever with anyone. I feel like it's not a matter of fear. It's a matter of like, do I think that I would be able to do as training? Yeah, that's what I feel like. Would I be like? push myself to like get ready for that fight like yeah no but i what i was saying before is like i really wish that i did like wrestling and shit when i was young like jujitsu stuff like that like i feel like that shit you wish you could have wrestled more men huh (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna wrestle a thing like i don't like you know what you're saying is like but nah it's like (laughs) i just feel like wrestling i was like (laughs) (laughs) you think wrestling bro like that's like the most dominant force of fighting it's like if you get in a street fight if a boxer and a a wrestler go in a street fight the wrestler's winning no not if he gets knocked out before he gets to the ground he wouldn't get knocked out bro okay james tony professional boxer he just fought some mma guy the other day and like they're both kind of old. But what but were James they fighting Tony in? What were in they... an octagon at full MMA, and the guy tried to 
tackle James Tony and he knocked him the fuck out. <laughs> bro, boxers were trained to knock people out. Bro, especially you put your head down or some shit, try to tackle me like this. There's a reason bro, why. That's like that's like. But there's a oh, reason why like there's no there's no boxers in like that in like the a UFC. A lot of guys in the in UFC. The UFC the no, thing is no there isn't. Name one. What are you talking Chuck about? Chuck Liddell wasn't he? Yeah, a boxer? Chuck Liddell, but that was way back in the day, and then he got fucked up because no, people started taking saying. him down. Now every guy knows how to do either jujitsu. Yeah, no, you yeah. have like wrestling, some type of sense. But there is yeah. a lot of boxing specialists in it. I don't think I don't know any wrestling. Can you like, name a boxing specialist? I don't. Know. I can't name much guys in the UFC. I know Izzy's I, like I saw, a kickboxer. I saw a clip of a guy the other day, and he was bragging about I'm the best boxer in the UFC, and he was beating up on a guy. He wasn't even that good of a boxer because he's in the UFC. You're better than him. No, not me. You know what I'm saying? Like a guy like Jake Paul would beat him in a boxing match. This guy said Jake Paul, you're his number one hitter. I'm in my first year of boxing. Jake Paul's in his third. By the time Mm -hmm. I'm in my third, I think I will be better than him in his third, anyways. Okay, I get that. And regardless, like you said, with with the training thing, guys, like you guys know is bro, when people when someone's committed to training, I just respect it. Because I know how Mm -hmm. much it takes like to Mm -hmm. do something for three years straight. Like I respect it. I don't try to act like people are bums when I haven't been working as as long as they have. Like, Mm -hmm. you know? But I am confident in my work ethic. When I go into fights, that's why I'm confident because I feel like I've been working harder than that. You know? Yeah, that's just that's sports in general though not just fighting because like the dedication that you do have to do for any athlete to be to master yeah. the craft I hear what yeah. you're saying bro but like if it's basketball it's like I don't care because this guy's just not wavy like you know what I'm saying like I don't care if he's been in the gym I'm just wavier but with boxing it's like I, like this guy's actually been getting punched in the face like he's going through grueling stuff that I actually have to respect with some of these kids the way they train basketball is like what he did he did form shooting for five days in a row like I don't care get, get, come get this work come get this crossover <laughs> like you know so it's just a different approach Bro, what are you doing so. in boxing five days a week? You're not sparring every day. You're not getting punched. At my in the club, head. we do. At my club, we do. No wonder you're shit. Jeez, <laughs> idiot. Bro, like I said, come spar whenever you want, bro. I'll fuck you up. I'll fuck you up. You're going to be punching the air. Like, uh, oh, I'm going to knock you up when I get you. When? When is the key word? It's never going to happen, bro. Oh, man. Nah, bro. So, like, yeah, that's been episode. I don't even know what number we're at now. Like, I guess seven that's a good or eight sign, right? Or yeah, Anyone track. else got anything they have to get off their chest left? Not, yo, it? I'm. Uh, I'm going to say I'm mad proud of you guys. You had a vision. Oh, You're thanks, coming man. through with it. Appreciate you know it, brother. I mean? Yeah. It's, uh, this, some... Hey, this is one of the main guys always telling us to do a podcast. Yes, it's really his love idea. It, love it. Love it. Yeah, love big it. up Ezzy. But no, nah, he's definitely going to come back on this episode, like on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to be our returning guest. If for any sure, of us ever need to sub out, you're going to be the one that, hey, that fills I'm in here, the role. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, All right, th- thanks for listening to another episode of uh, Northern Ruckus. Later. Peace.